Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. On last week's podcast episode, I asked this question to you. I asked if all of your dreams just disappeared, everything that you have, everything that you've worked for, but you still have God. Is God enough? That's a really deep question to think about, and this is the place that we are all trying to get to. And so if you did not listen to last week's episode, go back and listen to this one, because what I want to do this week is paint a picture for you of how life could look, just some ideas to kind of get your wheels turning if you're living in a way where God is enough, because this is our goal. This is our goal to get here. And hopefully, as I kind of share some of these new ways on how life could look, you're going to crave this, because For me, I didn't even realize how much I was missing until I saw how much I was missing and how much more peaceful life is with God. And so I want to dive in today. And these are just some things that I thought about in my life. Now, you may have some different things and that's completely okay. And I want to challenge you to do that. I want to challenge you to think about how would life look different if every single day I lived out this concept that God is enough. And so the first thing I kind of thought about is, okay, if God is enough, then that means I know him. That means I'm reading scripture. That means that I'm hearing from him in scripture. And I understand how God works, because if you're going to say that God's enough, you're going to have to get to this point to know him. And I always joke around that I really just need God to spell out what he wants me to do and put it on his sticky note. And that's literally what he has done in scripture. He has given us everything we need in this amazing book of the Bible so that we have everything we need to go about this life. And that's probably why I write down some of my favorite Bible verses. I put them on sticky notes and they are all around my desk so that at any moment I can just look up and I can see God's voice and just remember the things that he has spoke to me when I'm reading scripture. And so when God is enough, that's where we are. And we're also praying a lot and we're talking to God a lot. And this does, this does not have to be formal prayers. Those prayers are great, but this also means talking to God, like having a relationship with him. And it can be really odd when you first do it, but I'm just gonna tell you like any relationship, it's a little awkward at first, but the more you do it, the easier it gets. And the more that you're gonna start to just find yourself before you make a decision, God, is this something you want? And you're gonna learn to understand how God works and which paths you want to go down as you know him more. And think about it. If you're married or maybe you even just have a best friend that you've known your entire life, you know what they want. You know what types of things matter to them, where they're going. And if a situation just comes out of the blue, you know exactly how they would respond. And so this is the same thing with God. How do we know where he's calling us to? Well, we we talk to him in prayer. We get to know him and we trust that when that intuition comes or that idea just kind of flies into our mind that when we look at scripture and it aligns with what God would want in scripture, that man, that that just might be from him. And those feelings are not random. Those feelings are the Holy Spirit guiding us. John 14, 26 says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said. And so when you are in relationship with God, when God is enough for you, you've got to know him and you understand how he works. And so when these things come into your life and you get this idea, you can say, okay, yep, I know that this is a thing that God would want. And so I then can go take action. You don't have to sit around and think about it because you know it was from God. And here's the most beautiful thing. Even if you mess up, 
even if you get it wrong, you thought it was from God, but it wasn't, he'll lead you back because he's enough for you. And that means you're connecting to him all the time. Proverbs 19, 21 is one that's on my desk for sure. It says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's plan that prevails. And that just is always reminding me that if I keep God at the center, if I keep living out that God is enough, I'm centering on him. Even if I take a step that I thought was him and it ends up, it wasn't, as long as I keep focusing on him, his plan will prevail. And, and that is just so much peace of mind because I am the person who feels like I want to go this way and then that way and then all over the place. And I can know when I sit and pray, this seems aligned with God. So I'm going to take a step because even if I mess up and it's wrong, he'll lead me back to where I'm meant to be. And when you're living in this way that God is enough, the other thing that will happen is that you live a life of gratitude, right? Because God's enough for you. So you already have everything you need. And then everything else is truly just a blessing and you have so much more appreciation for it. And this brings joy. I don't know about you, but one of the things that I need more of in my life is just joy and appreciation and happiness. And gratitude is a simple way to do it. And I had this perspective when I had my second baby because I was starting to implement gratitude a little bit more. During my first time round as a new mom, my first baby did not sleep that well. And I remember just being so frustrated and grumbling in the middle of the night, mad and irritated when I was up for what felt like the 100th time. And I was tired and exhausted. And it was just really stressful in that season. And then between my first and my second child, we suffered a loss. We had a miscarriage. And I just remember thinking, you know what? I need to make sure that I appreciate every little thing about motherhood as much as I can. Obviously, I'm not perfect. But I remember one night I was getting up with my second baby and I was tired. But I just remember flipping that switch and saying, you know what? I am so thankful to have this baby to get up with tonight because it was something that I really had prayed about and wanted. And I wasn't sure if I would have that at some point in my life. And just that switch, it did not change the circumstance. I was still tired. I was still getting up multiple times in the middle of the night, but it changed everything about my perspective of the circumstance. And that is something so amazing that gratitude can do. And when you know that God is enough and you start practicing that form of gratitude for everything else that he has given you, it can bring that different perspective, even when the situation doesn't change. And when God's enough, you can take a deep breath again. You can realize that you aren't in control and that God is guiding you so you can stop worrying about figuring it all out, right? We are the sheep and the sheep don't pick where they go. They are being guided. And so you can take a deep breath, stop trying to figure it all out. It's like all these ways that the world puts on us to know it all and do it all and be it all. It's like you can breathe again and let those go because you don't have to do it all anymore because God is enough for you. And when you go into the world, the opinions of people don't strike you like they used to. And I, I mean this in the way of that you don't have to change who you are because of what someone else might think of you. Now, I do believe that community is so important and that when we find people who are growing in relationship with Jesus and they just want to try and guide you back to him in a true, genuine way without condemning you, those people, of course, I always value their opinion and it's so helpful. But what I'm talking about here is when you feel like, I can't be myself or I'm afraid to be who I am because of the opinions of someone else. And so those opinions don't matter because you're already enough in God. You don't need the approval of anyone else. And so you can go out and be the person that God made you to be and have the courage to live that out and then seek out people who are doing the same thing and who can just keep you refocused on that path to Jesus because we all stumble and we all fall off track. And that just leads right into 
forgiveness, right? When God is enough, we can forgive so much more easily. We can be gentle with people when they hurt us because your worth and your value as a person is not in them. Your worth and value as a person is because you are simply a child of God. And so we can then foster kindness instead of resentment. And we can work to resolve conflicts, right? We can say, I forgive you. How can I make this better? Or how can we make the situation better? And I think that there are probably some of you that have never even had this type of conversation. You have never been in a place where maybe someone hurt you or you hurt them. And, and you truly just had this conversation of, I am truly sorry. How can I make this better? And then you work to make it better. And not to say that there's not consequences, but they don't hang it over your head for the rest of your life. I feel like when we mess up, it can be something that's so easy for someone else to hang over our head, but then it can also be so easy to say, you know what, I'm just gonna put up this wall. You hurt me once, I'm gonna walk away. And, and what we're doing here is learning how to forgive and stay in relationships when it gets hard. And let me insert this disclaimer, this does not apply to abusive or toxic relationships. That's a whole nother topic. But when we are with good people, we're all gonna mess up. We're all gonna hurt one another. And we will learn how to forgive so much more quickly and seek reconciliation with others around us. Because God's enough. And God shows us this grace over and over and over again when we don't deserve it. So then we just go model that because we're learning from him. And then when the world shakes you, when things come that would have just knocked you off your feet before, they don't shake you like they used to. Think of all the things in your life that make you feel anxious or that make you worried and go back and see, were these things that you were worrying about for your life in heaven or was it something here on earth? And if you go and look, pretty much all of the time when you are anxious or worried, it is about something here on earth, not life in heaven, because scripture tells us all the time to not be anxious about anything. And I truly think there's a lot in scripture about not being worried or not being afraid or not being anxious. And it is so needed in this generation because right now we are more anxious and stressed than I feel we ever have. And we have so many pressures on us now, right? We're always on. People can see our lives on social media or at least the picture perfect life. And then we compare our messy behind the scenes life to someone's highlight reel on social media. And it makes it feel like we're not enough. And so we've got all these pressures to measure up and do it all and be like everyone else. And then we also face hardships, which is not new to our generation. People get sick. We lose jobs. Tragedies happen. And and while these things aren't easy, and I'm not telling you to just put on this fake positivity that it's easy, it doesn't rock you to your core like it used to, because now you have this new hope in heaven and you know that God is enough and you know that God is in control and you just start to surrender and say, God, if there is some way that you can use this pain to build your kingdom, then then use me in this pain to build your kingdom. And you can seek healing in him and you can know that ultimately at the end of the day, everything will be right again when you sit with him in heaven. And so even in those big things, and sometimes it's even the small things like a perfectly clean house, right? Sometimes we stress and get so anxious about having the most perfectly clean house, but now that can go out the window because you're not defined by a clean house. God is enough for you. And of course you can clean it as you can. I'm not asking you to live like a slab, but you don't have to have this overwhelming pressure that I've got to have the house perfect at all times, or I can't go to sleep if my house is a mess because you see that God's enough. And then you can do those hard things in life 
that bring good. So when God guides you to something and he puts that on your heart and you know it will bring good, you see that it's his will, maybe it's hard to do it, you go do it because you don't fear those what if situations anymore, right? What if it gets hard? What if I don't make it? What if I fail? I think of the person right now who's maybe wanting to change careers because they know that there's something out there that God's calling them to. And they know that they have a gift that they can use in a new way, but they're afraid to take the step, right? If I take the leap, what happens if I don't make it, right? What if it's really hard and it takes a lot of work to get there? And so the temptation is just to say, well, I'll just stay here. I'll just stay here because I don't want to worry about her. I don't want to do anything hard. I don't want to face a failure and rejection. And so we stay complacent where we are. But if God's enough for you, then you take action and you do the hard work because you know it's God's will and he will bring you through it. And even if you fail and even if you mess it up, God will still use it and you already have everything you need in him. And then you can love without fear. When we put all of our worth into relationships, we can get to this place where we're afraid to lose them. And maybe we operate out of a fear mentality. Maybe a parent just kind of being fearful of letting their child go live their life or a spouse or significant other afraid to let their other significant other go follow their dreams because they're afraid something might happen. Or in just the opposite, we start to build walls and we never let people truly know us because we're afraid of the rejection that might come if we're truly known and we're vulnerable with someone. Yet then when we can understand that God is enough, even if the biggest hurts and rejections come from the people we love, we'll still be okay. And we can go in love fully without fear. One of my favorite lines in scripture, I got a lot of favorite lines in scripture. I probably say that here all the time. First um, John 4, 18, it says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made in perfect love. Now, we're not perfect. We, we don't always get this right, but God is. And God shows us perfect love. And the more we get to know him, the more we realize that he's enough, we will start to extend that to the other people in our lives. And, and what could be more beautiful than that, than finding a love for a family member that has no fear and that actually drives out fear within that family member, right? That is such a beautiful thing to have. And so God models that for us. And when we know that he's enough, we can live in that. And then you can stop chasing all these things that the world says will bring you happiness and live right where you are in the moment. And in other words, we can really just simply live life. We can so easily overcomplicate things. And I think too, even in our faith, sometimes we feel like, okay, I got to get it right. I got to spend this amount of my time with God. I got to have all this. And, and God's just saying, I'm enough. Quit worrying about it all. Just sit and be with me. And I'll tell you what to go do, when to go do it. Just know if I'm enough, you don't have to go chase all these other things. Talk about those weights being lifted, right? When we talked about just the weight of the world coming off of us. If you don't want to go get the six-year degree, you don't have to do it. If you don't want to do X, Y, and Z because you don't feel that it's God's plan for you, not because you're afraid to go do it, but you don't feel like it's God's plan for you, you don't have to. And I think that so many times we get all these pressures and God just wants you to simply live, to simply be, and to take the gifts that he has given you and give them back. And as I was thinking through a lot of these things and looking at them, when God is enough, 
you'll find the fruits of the spirit in your life. These are in Galatians. So you will find a life filled with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Because these are the things that flourish when we live with God at the center. And this is not the way the world tells us to live. So that means we're going to have to fight to stay here. But I don't know about you, but as soon as I just get a taste of this and I really feel it, and this does not happen overnight either. It can take a lot of work to get here because it takes time to get to know God. If you've not been in relationship with him, that's okay. It takes time to get to know him. So have that grace, but know that this is the goal is to get here. And once you get that taste of it, boy, it is just the freedom that you've been craving and, and you've probably been looking for it in other places. And it's probably why it's like, why do I hit these goals? And I still feel like I'm searching for more. Why do I feel like I'm always striving or why can't I just relax and enjoy and be in the moment? Why can't I just love? Why can't I just feel goodness and kindness and just joy, just be delighted in life? And it might just be because you just need to remember that God is enough and that you can rest in his love and everything else can just kind of melt away and that he'll guide you. And yes, it will be hard work, but it will all be good work. And you can do it without fear and worry because he is here with you. So just as we asked last week, I'm going to ask you again today. Are you living out life like and knowing that God is enough? Let's end today in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for all that you do in my life. Thank you for taking care of me, for loving me and being here no matter how many times I fall away. God, I know you are enough and I am seeking to live that out in my life. Help me in the days where I stumble and just keep reminding me to come back to you because you are all that I need. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We hope you guys are having an amazing week. Remember, we take these podcast episodes and we put them into motion in our prayer and workout. So if you want to go for a walk, if you want to do a strength training workout, stretch and recovery, see the link in the show notes or go to palmrunning.com for all the information. And we'll see you again next week.